Welcome to the Recruiting Breakdown. I am Trey Elling, joined alongside a good friend of mine. And boy, is it a pleasure to get to talk to this guy once again with microphones in our faces. It is the great Justin Wells of InsideTexas.com on 3.com. Justin, how the heck are you today, man? I am giddy. I am giddy, brother. This is... uh, I'm I'm so excited that you're in joining us to to do all this stuff. I'm so excited that get to see you on a more on more of a basis than just talking on the on the radio once a week. And you know you're great at what you do, and I, I think you just at, you just made our team that much better. And so I'm ready to to rock and roll and and kick some YouTube ass. Well, obviously I've been the uh, the biggest unofficial cheerleader of Inside Texas going back six or seven years now. So it's an honor and a pleasure to get to officially be a part of the team now. Before we do get into this week's recruiting breakdown, wanted to let you know that the recruiting breakdown each week is brought to you by a great Longhorn mortgage professional. That would be Gabe Winslow. Gabe is a diehard Texas ex with more than 20 years in the industry doing mortgages throughout the great state of Texas. Contact Gabe today and give him the opportunity to earn your business. And there's never really been a better time considering what's happening with mortgage rates right now. Guess what? Gabe can help with that. All right, Justin, what better place to start when we're discussing Longhorn recruiting than the man himself, the number one recruit in the country, number one quarterback in the country? That would be Arch Manning out of Louisiana. What's the latest on Arch? I hear that he broke not just one, but two former professional uncles records in high school. Yeah. So uh, our, our, our Archibald check is what I like to call it. Um, you know, it, he, he, he said he, 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 uh, he, he had a little history last week. You know, he, there's a lot. When you go to Isidore Newman's games and you get, get to their stadium, you see the jerseys, you see the numbers, you see the name Manning on, on each one of them. And so, you know, the legacy, it, it's, it's there. It slaps you once you walk through the gates. And the fact that last week in, in a win over Pearl River, you're talking about Arch Manning breaking the all-time passing yardage record of 7,484 yards. Um, that was Uncle Eli's. That was his record. Eli shot back at him on Twitter also and said, well, yeah, but mine were at least mine were under center. And it's like Eli's reminding of us of how old he really is. <laughs> and then 93 touchdown passes, my man, 93 touchdown passes. That breaks Uncle Peyton's. Uh, passing touchdown record. And so those are two of the, the biggest records for, for Isidore Newman that Arch Manning achieved. And he did this without his tight end, his, his, his safety valve, his number one target, Will Randall, uh, knee injury. He's out for the season. He's also a Texas commit as well. And so there's one more record that he really wants. They really want the state championship. If you ask Coach Nelson Stewart or you ask Arch, they'll tell you they want that state title. But there's one more record, and that's the total touchdown record. And there's a guy about 10 years ago, Josh Tyner, He's the guy that went to Stanford. He has the record. I believe it's 104 total touchdowns. And so Arch is, I believe, I want to say 9, 10, maybe 11 shy of that. It's outstanding, though. And and with Arch Manning, this is a kid, and I know you and I joked about this over the summer, there became this narrative that he was a little overrated. There became this this bug that, well, he's a Manning, and he's getting a star boost from that. He has done nothing but dispel all of that for the first two months of, of his senior season, he has been shredding on a regular basis uh, for the, for the greenies down in new Orleans. And this is a kid that uh, he's fun to watch. He's and, and I know Texas fans cannot wait to him for him to get on campus. He's an early enrollee. So he'll be there in January. One more quick note on arch. You know, this is a kid 
talking to him a while back, he had mentioned potentially visiting uh, this weekend for Texas OU. It's hate week, and, and we can't we can't neglect that. And and so he had mentioned to me about uh, potentially visiting for that weekend. I caught up with Will Randall, Texas commit this, uh, tonight about uh, about uh, his potential to visit. He's not going to make the trip, and right now it's undetermined if Arch Manning is going to make the trip to, to Dallas. Texas doesn't host recruits this year, but Arch and Will were going to come on their own dime anyway. It's a check in at InsideTexas.com. We're going to have updates uh, on that, you know, you know, kind of more and more throughout the week. But a lot of Arch Manning, uh, Trey. He is he's fun to cover, and uh, he's going to be a lot more fun to cover in the next three or four years. Obviously, there's a ways to go for Will with the knee injury that he suffered. But how far along is he right now, Justin? He just had surgery. What's tonight? He just had surgery, I believe, on Friday. Okay. It was either Friday or Saturday. I was texting with his mother two days ago. She was giving me an update, uh, and then he caught up with me again today. He was he was definitely in a good mood, uh, laid up on the couch watching watching Monday Night Football. Uh, but yeah, his he just had his surgery probably three or four days ago, and so he's still kind of in that groggy stage, kind of you know haze that that you get in after a major major surgery, and. Um, but he's in such great spirits. He's going to be an assistant coach for the team now. He's going to help out the position guys. He's going to help out the tight ends. And he just he wants to stay engaged and involved. And don't forget, him and Arch Manning are best friends. And so I think Arch is doing a lot of making sure you keep Will involved and, and, and feel, you know, feel engaged because they're going to probably be roommates. And you can't imagine the roommates that have been at Austin. It's, it's crazy. At one point, Colt McCoy and Jordan Shipley were roommates. I know. If you haven't heard it before, right. that's breaking. That's breaking. I'd be shocked if, if Arch and, and Will aren't roommates. So Will's Will's coming along, but it's it's going to be a while. I wouldn't expect much for at least the next four to five months. I hear that McCoy's and Shipley's dads actually knew one another back in the day, too. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That may Seriously? be an unfounded rumor. Yeah, yeah I know. that's one of those true. things. That, I don't know. That that seems a little too much. I, I don't know. Maybe we should check Twitter. <laughs> As you just mentioned, it is the best week uh, of the year for Texas football fans, for OU fans as well. It is Texas OU week, a.k.a. OU hate week, as you just mentioned, leading up to the Red River shootout. I don't care if it's no longer PC. That's what I still call this rivalry. And recruiting <laughs> is at the forefront of the conversation this week, as is Oklahoma's god-awful performance, uh, not only a couple weeks ago, losing to a good Kansas State team, but what happened this last week in Fort Worth to TCU, that was just embarrassing beyond belief. And now you have to wonder, Justin, if a guy who made a visit to Texas went and hung out uh, in the stands for that Texas-Alabama game, Colton Vosick, of course, he is a legacy with the Longhorns, decided to commit to Oklahoma in the preseason. Whether or not he may reconsider that decision before it's all said and done, what's the latest on that one? You know, in the middle of the season, there's always a list I kind of like to keep of kids that Texas could potentially flip. 
and kids they could potentially lose. And it's with every recruiting cycle. You have to do that because it's that's just the way of recruiting. A lot of these kids in these classes committed over the summer before they took official visits or before they really got into their senior season, obviously to, to, to get their spot. But that leaves a lot of chance and disruption and, 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 and the opportunity to look elsewhere, to take other visits. There have been a handful of recruits, and we're going to talk about it in just a bit, Texas commits that are taking visits. But on the flip side, you've got kids that they might be close to flipping. Colton Voshik is a guy that I'm, I'm, I'm watching right now. Um, he, he's got a close, he's close with Brent Venables. And I know that he, he likes what Venables did at Clemson. He brings that defensive acumen. And, and you know, at some point, maybe Oklahoma doesn't look like the Oklahoma we're used to. Give it a few years. I'm, I don't know if it's going to take very long. Venables might be the guy to do that. And so that was, there was a connection there. Voshik really liked the way he was, he was used. And then on the other hand, I'm not, I know Texas was really in on Voshik. And the pro- the, I think the problem there was maybe he wanted to leave home. Maybe he had been a little too close. You know, a lot of those Westlake kids, they love Texas. Connor Robertson, you know, Sam Ellinger, um, Michael Taft, you know, these kids love Texas. You, you, you couldn't flash an offer in front of them fast enough or an opportunity to play quick enough. But for some, they wanted to leave state and understand, you know, Vosick's a Texas legacy. And so that was always, you know, Oregon was a school that you had to watch. Oh, you popped in and, 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 and grabbed him. But Texas really needs at least one, probably two more edge rushers, edge backers on this defense in the, in the 2023 class. And Vosick's a kid that the Longhorns have not stopped recruiting. Like you said, he was in the stands for Texas, Alabama. I wouldn't be surprised if he's in the stands uh, in a couple of weeks, potentially this weekend for the Texas OU game. They're, they're, he's going to be back in, in Austin watching games. Um, at the end of the day, though, it, it's just monitoring right now. You know, if you talk to Colton, he'll tell you he's solid to OU, but you just kind of you got to kind of try to look forward. And right now, Oklahoma doesn't look like they're moving with a lot of positive momentum forward. This Saturday is going to be a big determiner. If, if, if Texas does what they should do and pounces on Oklahoma, I believe this is the first time Texas has been the favorite in this game since 2009. I mean, it was unbelievable how long it's been since Texas has been the favorite. So if the Horns go in and handle business, I think that helps them with Vashon. But the biggest factor, I think, is Ethan Burke. That's a close friend, another Westlake connection. And the thing with Burke, he plays the same position. And they're, 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 they're talking about pairing them up on opposite sides. And if you've ever watched – if you watched them last season during that state title run, those guys coming on opposite sides was unfreaking fair. That was one of the that there's a reason Westlake was a juggernaut. And so right now, looking at kids at Texas could potentially flip the first one on my mind, Colton Boschick. And Ethan Burke has moved up quickly. Now he's not a regular part of the rotation just yet, but it won't be long. Maybe as early as the end of this season, depending yes. on how injury situations play out. But if nothing else, next year he will be a part of that rotation. Yeah, and he's shown, he's already shown. Pass rushing, pass rush traits. He's shown that he can bend the arc. He's shown that he's got the feet and the hands and the quickness. Sometimes you may not play a lot as a freshman, but you can show enough in practice. You can show enough in the limited time that you do play where you do see that long-term potential. Ethan Burke's long-term potential is an actual selling point to trying to flip Colton Boschick. Now, if we're talking about Wondering Eyes, it's only fair to ask if there are any current Longhorn commitments 
that are maybe looking around a little bit too much right now, taking official visits elsewhere, just from reading the great info at InsideTexas.com and also the pulse of the fan base and people squeezing. Yeah, sometimes a little bit too hard, but they are fanatics after all. It feels like Texas fans are most concerned about Malik Muhammad right now. Uh, are you concerned that Texas may not end up with Muhammad's services when it's all said and done? Yes, I'm concerned with that. Um, he's taking two visits in late October, later this month. He's going to go to Alabama, and he's going to go to Texas A&M. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. I don't think Texas A&M has a legitimate shot, but we've seen since the NIL era, A&M has a way of sort of changing that sometimes. Not for everyone, but certainly for, for, for sometimes A&M has been, they've been uh, clever. They've been clever. I don't think Malik Muhammad's going to go to Texas A&M, though. If he does flip, if he doesn't sign with Texas and enroll in Austin, Alabama's the school. This is a school that I think they're the other school that was really in it towards the end when he did commit last summer. Uh, you know, Muhammad's a kid that, you know, he we, we always knew he was going to take visits, Trey. Malik wants to enjoy that sort of the process. That was kind of always a given. And so part of it, part of this may be just that. But I do know that there is a real connection with Alabama. And I do know we've seen plenty of recruitments. Let's just say in the last six months where if it came down to Texas and Alabama, more likely than not, Alabama has, has won the fair share of those. And for good reason. You can't blame these kids whatsoever. So Malik Muhammad's going to take that official. I believe when he goes to Bama, that's going to be, you know, I'm trying to remember what game he's going to go see. But that's the school I'm worried about. Right now, if you ask Malik, he'll tell you he's solid to Texas. He, he, he still stays close to a lot of those recruits. I know a lot of those guys get along. Uh, but, you know, when Nick Saban, I've said this before, I said this before in the Jamari and Miller recruitment. I said this before in the Jalen Hill recruitment. When Nick Saban prioritizes you, buddy, that's a hard, that's a hard hill to climb. These kids just can't tell that man no. And so right now, if there was one kid in this class that I was just a little a tinge worried about, it'd be the one that's taken most the most visits. And that's that's Malik Muhammad. Not to say it's not frustrating, but losing a recruit to Alabama is a little bit like losing a recruit to Stanford, albeit for very different reasons. It's like, all right. You understand the school that not only wins more national championships than anybody else, but also does a better job of getting guys to that next level, to that professional right. level. It's Alabama. It's just like that Stanford degree. Like it matters that much. It matters. Look at the NFL is littered. Their roster is littered with Alabama Crimson Tide. When yeah. you have had that much success for that amount of time, you've earned that stroke. I'm telling you, it's it, Mac Brown was the same way in the 2000s with recruiting. If Texas focused on you and you were an in-state kid, buddy, that thing was damn near done. Yep. And Nick Saban has that stroke, but on a national scope. And so, you know, like I said, you know, Malik Muhammad was always going to be a kid that wanted to continue to enjoy the process. And that might just be that. 
going to see these games and kind of seeing the atmosphere of different places and, and Saturdays in different areas. But at the end of the day, he's still committed to Texas and he still maintains that uh, he's solid to the horns. So just to make sure I heard you correctly, you said Muhammad is the only guy that you're truly concerned about in this class right now. And that's even considering Jonte Cook, who obviously is a Texas commit, uh, making a trip to Oregon this last weekend. Yeah, Malik would be the one I'm the most worried about. There's a handful of other ones that I, I'm, I'm definitely paying attention to. Uh, Jonte Cook is not one of them, even though he did. Uh, he, you know, people talk about the trip to Oregon, but, you know, Jonte Cook, he has a really close relationship with, with Arch Manning and a lot of these other commitments. He has a really close relationship with this coaching staff. He he's not Jonte sees the bigger picture. Jonte knows Arch Manning is likely going to be a future first round draft pick in the NFL. There is going to be 1 million eyes on this kid every Saturday for the next three to four years. And that ball has to go somewhere, Trey. And Jonte is a smart guy. And he knows if he runs routes the right way, he can get a good fair share of those and get himself into the draft and into the NFL as well. That's his dream. And so, Jonte is the least one I'm worried about in, in that regard. One I'm kind of looking at is, is that, that we want to we're going to check in on. I'm actually going to head out there to, to Arlington Seguin soon. Is to see Jamel Johnson. He was the the first commitment for the class of 2023. Uh, remember that you know, and and so this is a kid that he's taken some visits after his commitment, and and he's one I know Arkansas had, had been pushing lately. I know LSU was involved. Um, Ole Miss was a school that I believe he visited a few times. And so that's a kid that you want to check in on um, because he, to me, is he's one of those tweeners. He's he could play all three spots back there. I think he could play some corner. He's definitely could be a nickel and he plays safety. And so he's he's versatile and he's a kid you don't want to lose. And, and the and the Razorbacks love him. This is a kid. I believe he I believe he visited Arkansas a couple of weeks ago. And so, like I said, inside Texas, we're going to go out there and, and check in on him and get the latest from Jamel, and, and we'll have that posted at InsideTexas.com soon. And so, yeah, Malik's the one I was the most worried. But like I said, but the other ones, they're taking visits. They're kind of enjoying the ride. Not not so much surprised by that. Uh, but when you, when you cover recruiting, you kind of have to expect there's always going to be a few guys Texas could flip, and there's always going to be a, a few they could lose. That's just part of – the the roller coaster ride that is recruiting. Yes, it is. And uh, by the way, if you are watching right now, if you're listening, make sure to hit that subscribe button. It is how it things become very easy for you to check out the recruiting breakdown and all the other great programming on the On Texas Football YouTube page, filled with great content seven days a week. Of course, they do pregame stuff on Saturdays, a couple different postgame options as well. That includes Bobby and Rod Babers breaking things down, a great offensive and defensive breakdown on Sunday, and then phenomenal programming throughout the week. That includes the Tuesday morning recruiting breakdown, which is brought to you by Gabe Winslow. He is a great Longhorn mortgage professional. Gabe is a diehard Texas X with more than 20 years in the industry doing mortgages throughout the great state of Texas. Contact Gabe today and give him the opportunity to earn your business. That is mortgagesbygabe.com. Now, Justin, we did talk about one guy that the Longhorns may be working on right now with Colton Vosick. Is there anybody else? I mean, obviously there are other guys. These coaches are not going to quit on dudes that they really want as a part of this class of 2023. Uh, anybody that stands out in your mind right now, though? 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, there is one guy that Texas has maintained a relationship with over the last few months, even after the kid committed. And now with Jonah Wilson's surprise decommitment, uh, the Spring DeCaney wide receiver who's having a fantastic senior season, that one kind of surprised a lot of us on Saturday morning when, when, when he decommitted from the Texas staff. So this guy, I think, makes even more sense. And that's Lucas Lovejoy, uh, four-star Kyle Parker. This is a kid that really likes Texas. And, and I remember when he visited during Elite Day in late January, early February, and he was offered. That was when he was offered. And it was almost too much of a shock to him. He was, he was almost speechless. When you talk to these kids after these visits, a lot of times they have tons to say. Kyle Parker didn't have much. He was, it, it really did surprise him. And he really liked Texas throughout the process. I think LSU pushed a little harder early on. And that's why he became a, a commit with Brian Kelly and that group. But I know this much, Texas still likes him. And Brennan Marion still thinks the world of him. And they still talk. And, and recently, Arch Manning reached out to Kyle Parker. And, and I got to tell you, Trey, when Arch reach at, reaches out, that's pretty real. Uh, he doesn't do that to a lot of guys. And so I feel like Parker, if you ask him, he's just like the rest of these guys. If you ask him, he's going to tell you he's solid to LSU and, and, and wants to maintain that commitment. But at the same time, I would be shocked if Kyle Parker doesn't hit campus in the next month or two. And if Texas pushed the right buttons, I feel like they could probably flip him in the right circumstance. And now that there, it's a two-ride receiver class with Jonte Cook and Ryan Niblett, and there's two more spots there, you got to start looking at, you know, for guys that can fill that role. And Kyle Parker, to me, I, I really do think they need a field stretcher, a guy. In that, and Jonah was a big receiver, but he wasn't what I would call a guy that stretches the field, not like a Jalen Hill. And so, to me, I think Kyle Parker's a guy that can play some inside and some outside. And so, if Texas, like I said, if they wanted to, to do the right thing, if they wanted to push the right buttons, I think they could flip him. I'm going to be honest with you, Justin. If Arch Manning were to call me tomorrow and say that he wanted to adopt both of my kids, I would try and negotiate him down to just one of the two kids. <laughs> That's the only way that he has in these parts right now. He's persuasive. I got to tell you, like most, if you've ever talked to Arch enough, he is, uh, he's a pretty persuasive kid. And you have uh, spoken with him a ton. You've obviously spoken with a number of different people around that program as well. Of course, Will Randall, a part of things, the head coach as well. And I did want to talk a little bit about Texas OU and just what this game means on Saturday for the sake of recruiting on the whole. Now, obviously, these recruits don't hang on individual wins and losses in most cases. But does Saturday's game matter just a little bit more for guys who are maybe considering both programs right now? I think a little bit, Trey. I really do. There's a little bit. If you were to ask a lot of the recruits of the past, most of them would tell you, you know, they chose a school for this, that, or the other. Not many times would they say it was a specific game. But there have been a few of those times. I want to say uh, the Rep Bomar recruitment back in the early 2000, I think it was 2004, maybe, 2005, 2003, 2004, with Adrian Peterson. Bomar went to the Texas OU game. I believe it was his junior year. And after that game, it was a blowout from Oklahoma. Any Texas fan would have told you the early 2000s. That was not 
that going to the going to the state fair was not fun. And Brett Bomar said, you know, in, in, a, in a recruiting story, yeah, that game mattered. I saw exactly what I thought I was going to be seeing when I came there. They asked Adrian Peterson during his recruitment. And, you know, he had the famous quote, well, I, they win national championships in Oklahoma, and that's why I chose them. He was at that game where, where OU absolutely obliterated Texas in the early 2000s. And so it does have a little bit, especially when it's one-on-one, -on -one, when it's head-to-head, -head, it does have a little bit of stroke there. It's, you know, because those kids, they hear so much about that game, but they don't really understand it until they're in that stadium. And then they don't really understand it until they're on the field. And then they don't even get it until they run through that tunnel. There are three levels of excitement and in, in, in a wonderful experience of Texas OU. And I think the kids take away a little bit more from that game than they do the rest of them. You know, like a Texas-Alabama game, a lot of recruits love what that they saw from Texas. And I think it helped them in, in a handful of recruitments, especially in 2024. But Texas OU, that's a lot of head-to-head. And that's 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 Texas rival. And if you ask Oklahoma, that's their rival. And so that game, Trey, it's not a game. It to me, it's really a legal fist fight. <laughs> it's it's literally I'm going to throw hands for three and a half hours on a Saturday afternoon in the middle of Dallas, Texas. And whoever lands the biggest blows are going to win. And that's what makes it so exciting. I know you and I, we love covering that game. We love watching it. I love the week because there's a lot of buildup to it. Um, and like I said, it's been a long time since I believe Texas has even been the favorite for this game. And so there's been there's a little bit of shift there. And that shift, it, you see that in recruiting. You see that a little bit with the recruitment. It doesn't make a big difference, but if it's head-to-head, -head, I think you have a good point. If it's head-to-head, -head, I think it, it does matter. And, and, you know, if you want it right now, I don't know if there's really any specific guys other than like a Colton Voschick potentially flipping because Texas has most of their class. I believe they're at 21 right now. The one gets probably 26, 27, so another five, six, potentially seven kids left in the class. It'll really have more of an effect probably on the 2024s. And when we learn, when we see the OU visitor, law, uh, visitor list, since they're going to be the home team so they can host, that'll give you an indicator because a lot of times – one team will bring the recruit, you know, they're, you know, it's on their dime. He's taking a visit. He's coming there. They can take care of the tickets and he winds up looking at the other school for the win. And, and that's another unique experience with Texas OU is one kid could go in like in one school, come out like in another. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I think that is a fantastic way to wrap up today's episode. He is Justin Wells of InsideTexas.com on 3.com. Of course, he's all over the On Texas Football YouTube channel as well. That's what you're watching us on right now. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to like. Make sure to give us five-star ratings and reviews. It helps us to continue to grow all these great shows and also the channel itself. For Justin Wells, I am Trey Elling. We will talk to you next Tuesday morning with the Recruiting Breakdown on the On Texas Football YouTube channel.